Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. It's Pastor Chip. Well, thank you for tuning in again. It's been a rather interesting day for me. I hope your day has been well. Uh, this is the new normal, you know, the new normal. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, so went to a meeting tonight, and the guy there read a passage and I th- and talked about it, and I'm like, man, this is so relative to our world today, so I'm going to borrow it from him tonight. I'm not stealing it, right, because we all have access to the Bible, so I'm borrowing the verse. It was uh, an idea I think the Lord put in my head for a special reason. So anyway, tonight, um, Galatians 1, starting in 6, it says, I am amazed that you are so quickly turning away from him who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, but there are some who are troubling you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, a curse be on him. As we have said before, I now say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. For I, for am I now trying to persuade people or God, or am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Boy, I tell you what. That is so true. You know, we're, we are definitely, the way I feel and others feel, that this is as close to end times as we've ever possibly seen. But I mean, it could go on for another hundred years or more. Or as I told one church, just because we see all these things happening doesn't mean that America will last forever. You know, we may be cut up and carved up and collapse and, you know, have our country occupied by other military forces. There's nothing to say that we're going to last beyond tomorrow. And um, this gospel he's talking about... um, if anyone is turning to a different gospel, well, what does the gospel mean? Don't don't mistake it to think that it's a written message, a written book. The gospel means good news. And if someone is turning to other good news, they're being misled. It's contrary to what the Word of God gives us. And we have this, don't we? We have it in our world today. We have it in our politics, in Hollywood. Um, We've got people telling us that the Christians are wrong, that we're intolerant. We've got people that are promising um, new lifestyles that are better and inclusive and uh, just distorting things. They're changing our, our... Vocabulary, you know, they're taking out the 
the pronouns, the he, she, it's, they're, they're changing our athletic programs. You know, you remember, uh, me and my buddy were talking about this. You remember, um, Lance Armstrong, how many times, seven times, I think it was, winner of the Tour de France, and they caught him, um, using steroids, so they stripped him of all his titles of the Tour de France. But yet, we've got men that cannot succeed in their own sport. They're failures. They they don't win because they're not as good as the other guys. So they switch over and and bat for the other team and call themselves transgender and they're going in and cleaning out the records on these women teams. But it's okay for them. It's okay. They can do that because they're transgender. But I can't use steroids to win in my own field. So I really don't understand. I mean, there is a way. Um, you do hormone testing, and if you've got the levels and whatnot, then maybe you shouldn't be in those events. Maybe we just keep the maybe we just keep the sports down to the sex you were born with. I don't know, but but anyway, that's a whole another topic for another place. But but again. People are distorting people, less than 1% of our population, and our academic scholars are distorting our children and telling them things that they should be doing and they should be asking for and being treated. And yet, where I live, and most of the places around, we can't get... Plumbers, electricians, carpenters, mechanics. There is no, none of these trades being taught to people because our younger people are under the impression that the government's going to take care of them and that they don't need a skill. And this is the gospel that they're hearing. The gospel that the government is preaching to them. Their God is the government. And what do we do? I mean, maybe in another 25, 50 years and houses are falling in, plumbing's being broken and can't be fixed, and electric, electrical outlets and networks are down, and Excuse me, you don't have people that have these skills, these skill sets. What's going to happen to our world? And see, this is, I mean, even though it is of, of the government, they are false gods. These are people that are misleading our youth that are, they're not Christian people. And they are led by the Son of evil, the son of darkness. They are misled 
lied to, deceived. And look at the consequences of our world. We even have in our pulpits preachers that have lost the desire to preach or to speak the truth or the gospel, the, the, whole, the gospel of the blood of the cross. They do it for monetary gain or notoriety or as a book I'm reading, they're pulpiteers, they're there are people who are good at entertainment and fabricating stories, but they're not selling the word of Christ to the lost souls. They're in it for the numbers and the statistics. And, you know, I had a discussion with a young lady in a restaurant asking me about theology and why certain things happen. And when I explained it to her, she said, well, I think you're wrong. Now, do you go to the doctor and tell the doctor, well, I'm sick, I've got this pain, I want to know what it is, and your doctor comes in and says, you know, I've done the test and... You got a, a cancerous thing growing on you, and we're going to have to cut it off. And you go, I, I think you're wrong. You know, I don't think you know what you're talking about. Why did you go to the doctor to begin with if you didn't want to hear what he had to say? Why do people ask subject matter experts? That's what we were called in the military, SMEs, subject matter experts. Why do you ask people their opinion? And then you dismiss it. It's a funny world we live in. Everybody has become an expert, but nobody knows the right answer. And I'll get a lot of times, well, I've always been told, or my preacher this. Well, people, the Bible is here for everybody. It says to test all things. If you're not sure of what a preacher or somebody's telling you, pick that Bible up, pray, and read it yourself. There's enough commentaries out there. There's enough um, concordances out there that you can look it up. You can figure out what the words originally meant or translated to be. There's no reason with this handheld phone and these iPads, that you can't have the knowledge at your fingertips to know when somebody's feeding you a line of, you know what. So, Larry said tonight that a lot of people are saying that our government has failed us. That our country has failed us. Because we're not doing 
on what the gospel says. But the truth is, we have failed our country and our fellow man. We as Christians have abandoned our world and we don't pray. We don't read the Bible. We don't vote for Christian people. You know, we had a president that was a concerned about the people in this great country, and he was as close to a Christian, or how do I say, he may, I'm sure he was a Christian, but he was, he was as close to the right as we had in years, and people voted against him just because they didn't like him. Not that he wasn't doing his job, or we didn't have a better economy, or we didn't, but people voted Because they didn't like him. Um, we need to get back to voting for the people that we feel that represents the best interest of God in this country. The best interest of our nation. Those that honor life and our ability to worship you see we're only a heartbeat away from having our churches closed our schools closed our bibles taken away you know matter of fact covid did something that not, has not been done in america before it shut down churches what happened to churches standing their ground? We believed that when the government said whatever, we shut our churches. Preachers were locked up, fined, arrested. Whatever happened to saying, no, we have a right to worship and we're going to worship. You know, our good old Constitution doesn't say... Uh, worship any way that the government says we're separation of the church from the state. We're a free entity. We need to get back to not compromising the Word of God or for the Word of God. Because what does it say? If anyone's preaching you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. They distort it. They distort things. We need to get back to the basics. You know, grace is a big thing I talk about a lot, but truth is another. The truth of the matter is, Christ died for us. He bought our salvation. Can't touch you. 
Once you're saved, you're saved. But it still doesn't mean that people won't try and trip you up, won't lie to you, won't deceive you, play with your head, try to tell you it's okay if you take the COVID shot. Everything's going to be all right. Uncle Sam, I'm going to take care of you. We need to get back to the gospel, people. Time is running out. And only the blood of Christ matters. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to my ramblings. I ask that you just pray every morning and every evening or whenever you can. Pray for this nation. Pray for our our welfare, our families, our youth. The Bible says prayer works. Christ has not abandoned us. Remember that. He has never, ever abandoned us. Sometimes we're kind of hard to find. We're out running around doing our own thing and He's standing back there right where we left Him. Pray, people. Pray for this country. Pray for me. Pray for our families, our children, our youth. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in.